passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And for the second time in three games, the Dallas Stars fall to the Calgary Flames. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 1053 The Fans. So two parts here. We're going to talk a little bit about the game last night, and then we're going to preview Tampa as the Stars have an afternoon tilt Saturday against the Lightning. Do I love afternoon tilts? Yes, it's one of my favorite parts of hockey because what a perfect thing to do tomorrow and this is the hockey nerd in me, is watch the Tampa game, take it all in, hopefully with a a two points, and then go home, hockey night in Canada, get all the insight, watch the games, just a whole bunch of hockey on this Saturday. So it's kind of like a doubleheader. You don't have to switch around. It's a beautiful thing. So Stars lose in overtime, and they do pick uh, three out of a, a possible four points, which is really good. And I wanted to give you a few thoughts. Uh, on the Calgary game before we move on to Tampa. First of all, thank you to one and all for your support of Spits and Suds. Obviously, I'm recording this on December 1st. The month of November is in. It's a record regular season month for Spits and Suds. How about that, guys? That is absolutely awesome. We are beginning to pull playoff numbers during the regular season. Sean and I came up with the idea. Let's, let's, you know, last year when they hit the playoffs, like let's be on after every game. And so we're trying to continue that through the regular season um, this year. We won't be on all the time, but I'm trying to give you more episodes to take in more hockey. On that note, pretty funny story. I got contacted today by a great Spits and Suds faithful listener named Jim. And Jim was like, when are you doing the next episode? I mean, I woke up this morning and I didn't hear the Calgary post game. And I was like, well, we did tape um, yesterday and we talked about the Stars minor league. And his response was, I know. 
I've already listened to that, but I needed to listen to more. So <laughs> I absolutely love you, Jim. And I love the urgency of Spits and Suds listeners that they want more podcasts. And that's all I could ask for. So thank you very much. So yes, keep peppering me. Where's more Spits and Suds? Because it makes me feel bad, makes me get out of bed early, <laughs> makes me do these podcasts on a Friday afternoon because I'm trying to give you the information that you need. And I did want to talk about a couple of things regarding last night. But first, I wanted to play Pete DeBoer's comments last night right after the overtime loss. Good point, bad point, crazy point. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I mean, this is a tough trip. you got three or four points, two tough teams, two tough buildings, so... You never, you never uh, complain about getting points uh, in this league and on this trip. So, um, you know, we would have liked to have two. You know, a little bit of a seeing eye goal there on the tire. So, um, you know, disappointed we didn't shut that down and finish that off. But, uh, you know, three or four on this trip you'll take all day long. What do you describe the ebbs and flows of this game, particularly in that third period? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we got the lead. Kind of sat back a little bit. They pushed, put a lot of pressure on us. Uh, that's what happens in this league, you know. Those momentum shifts. Uh, you know, I would have liked to uh, to have us play a little, with a little more pressure when we had the lead. But you know, we're at the end of a road trip here, and uh, you know, we sat back a little too much, gave them a little bit too much room. You know, I still thought we could have closed it out. What was the process on the review? That's a fairly strange call to make. Yeah, no, great, great catch by our uh, video guys. Patty Dolan and, uh, and Chucky. I mean, they. Uh, I didn't see it originally at the time, um, so obviously uh, it was a big call at the moment and might might have saved us a point. Mason, how getting yeah. two goals, obviously, and he was our best player tonight up front for sure. You know, head and shoulders. So he was on the puck and heavy on pucks and attacking and. You know, we needed a few more guys up front uh, with that kind of will. Have you seen that from him too? He seems to be getting more opportunities. Play, playing with more confidence. Uh, you know that line is producing, and uh, you know when he's when he's on and feeling good about himself, that's what he looks like. He's a, he's a real tough guy to handle. And then Scott, how about his performance? Yeah, Wedgie's given us good good games all year. So um, you know, was there thirty something shots? They they throw a ton of pucks to the net. A lot of traffic. Big team. You know, he fought fought all night to find a point for us. And that's courtesy of the Dallas Stars website. Okay, so when you watched, like I did, the press conference on Bally Sports Southwest, DeBoer was asked about the controversial call in overtime where it was a question of whether Kadri's stick made contact with Wedgwood's glove first. It was a very close play. Sent to Toronto. Toronto determined that it was not goaltender interference. Game over. Flames win an OT. So I'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory, but it is interesting that in this press conference posted by the Dallas Stars, that's missing. Probably the NHL just wanted to, hey, you know, don't put that up. Or the Stars didn't want to put DeBoer's comments up to maybe save a fine or anything. I mean, DeBoer didn't say anything like bad about it. But I think both him and Wedgwood were certainly questioned. Wedgwood said, I got to be stronger on my glove side. So I looked at that replay a lot over and over again. And I really do feel if it was called goaltender interference on the ice, I believe that would have also stood. But 
you know, the issue was, was it conclusive to overturn that being a goal? I don't think it was because it is so close to being simultaneous as far as contact with the stick and contact with the glove that it would have been very tough to overturn. So, like I said, three out of four points on the road, that's really good. But I did want to talk about what also Pete DeBoer said as far as this team going into a shell. And we've seen that a little bit recently where the aggressive play just seems to stop. We saw it when Colorado came back to beat the Stars. We saw it at the AAC when Calgary was here two games ago. And they had a massive third period and the Stars had no answer. I don't think this defensive core of Dallas is good enough to go into a shell. They just don't have that shut-down defensive mentality that they had probably with a Rick Bonus or a Jim Montgomery system. The system is all about pushing the puck. So if you don't push the puck, you kind of, you know, you result in a shell, but it's not a good shell is the easiest way that I can say it. Your defensive core, Essa Lindell, Yanni Hockenpah, They're struggling out there. In fact, I'd make the point, and it was weird because you wouldn't say this last year when Stars fans were all over Twitter saying, got to get rid of Suter, buy out Suter, buy out Suter. I would say that Suter is probably top three as far as defensively right now on this Stars decor and is having a much better year than he had last year. Essa Lindell, the word I use is regression. That's a tough contract right now. And I hate to say that about players, but that's the reality. We have to talk about the salary cap. We have to talk about the over $6 million figure. And that's an issue because right now you're cap strapped. So hopefully it's all about push tomorrow. Hopefully it's a big third period. And I also wanted to give you a few thoughts because a lot of Stars fans contacted me and they wanted Nikita Zadorov, the big Russian defenseman. Physicality is his specialty. Six points on the year. Get some quality ice time. A few hours before the game. Kind of the Calgary locker room was, I don't want to say shocked because he had requested a trade, And Calgary told him and his agent, you can go find a trade partner, and they did. So he was shipped to Vancouver for a fifth-round pick in next year's draft and a third-round pick in 2026. Does that seem low for a decent defenseman? It does. However, he will be a UFA at the end of the season. At the same time, from a Stars perspective, Two things. Goes to Vancouver, and Vancouver is not holding back this year. We're not seeing the dip in this Vancouver Canucks team. Rick Tockett has them playing extremely well right now. So we could be looking at seeing this Vancouver Canucks team in the playoffs. What do the Stars struggle with in the playoffs? What did they struggle with with Vegas? that you saw frustration, physicality. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. 
With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What do teams, when you look back at Stanley Cup winners, have in common? Tampa went out and got Pat Maroon. Colorado got tougher, went out and got Manson. Went out and got Taves from the New York Islanders. They got better and more physical on the blue line. What is Vancouver doing? They know they have a good team. And they're getting more physical. So keep an eye on Vancouver. They're big on the back line. I think they have the Norris Trophy winner in Hughes on the back line. Who's just having a ridiculously good season. And the other thing to think about is when you have a Zadorov, when you have uh, Tyler Myers, when you have bigger defensemen, guess who has more ice time to roam freely? And that's Hughes. And that's why I've been saying I would love to see a bigger defenseman get paired with Miro. That's where I miss Jamie Alexiak. Because honestly, Stars fans, I thought that was some of Miro's best hockey when he was paired with Jamie Alexiak. And I'm not going to use the term regression when it comes to Miro. I think Miro is a very good player. Very, very good. Tops in the league, I'd probably put him at top 10. But I ask you this question. And please, just take a step back and. Just take this in. Can Miro Heiskanen change a game? Is he good defensively? Very good. Do I wish he was a little bit bigger and stronger? Absolutely. But his puck handling is elite. But when you look at Hughes in Vancouver, and when you look at Kale McCarr, those are game changers on the blue line. I would even say Chris Tanev for the Calgary Flames was a game changer last night as far as blocking shots. Just basically a couple of games ago, putting his face in front of a shot last night, uh, caught him in the helmet. I mean, he's just, he's a warrior. He's a beast. And you saw what he did offensively as well. Not the best offensive defenseman, but he made a difference. So I want to see a more productive, offensive Miro Heishkin. And I want to see what that's about. Because I think he has that ability. But I don't think we've seen that consistently. And I really would like to see that. 
I really would like to see the stars on the power play not just have a passer at a point, but a weapon. That's the difference between the stars' power play and teams like Colorado, teams like Vancouver. That's a weapon on the point. And remember, we all love those old stars teams. Sergey Zuboff from the point. Heck, I'll even go back and throw out a name that made him a massive contract. Boucher with his one-timer slap shot. Was not a great defenseman, but just had a ridiculous year as far as power play slap shots. That's what I want on this power play. Because it changes the dynamic and what do the defensemen have to do. They can't sit back. They have to come out. They have to try to block that. And that opens up other areas. So that's what I'm hoping from Miro. So many of you contacted me last night and said, okay, Zadorov gone, Chris Tanev. And people were posting about Tanev. Understand Toronto's in on Tanev. Other teams are in on Tanev. He's got $4.5 million, obviously that'll be prorated, left this year. And he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. I think it's going to take at least a second. And if we get toward the deadline, a team might be desperate enough to offer a first to Calgary. Or a second that can become a first, a conditional pick based on how far you go in the playoffs. That's becoming more and more common in the NHL. But from a star standpoint, and we've said this on Spits and Suds a lot, you can only do so much. They are cap-strapped. And the only thing they can do at this point is wave Joe Hanley. But you are one injury away on the back line, and they've stayed pretty much healthy from Hanley going in. So if you wave Joel Hanley, let's just say a team picks him up. Remember, you just lost Liam Bixell to Europe. So who would be next in line? It would be Gavin Bayreuther, who you've lost to a season-ending ankle injury. So defensively, as far as depth, you're pretty thin right now. So you need to keep Joel Hanley. And we saw that the Stars a few weeks ago, when the Raddick-Foxa injury happened, that they went extra defensemen rather than bringing up a Stankoven or a Bork. And they don't have the money just to bring one up. So there has to be a roster move made. So if that's the case from your own system, as far as bringing up somebody, there's no way you can get a TANF. There's no way that you can get a Zadorov. The only way to do that is to trade somebody. And I ask you, if I'm, because this is the way I think of trades. And when people ask me and they contact me on social media, I said, okay, how are you dumping that salary? And people say, well, trade Marchment or trade Foxa. You have to think of the other team. And let's just take 
TANF in this equation, okay? So if you're the Calgary GM, you're going to take on Radic Foxa and his salary and multiple years remaining just past $3 million a year for a fourth-line center who doesn't score goals. I think Fox has had a good year, but still, we have to place the facts. That's not going to happen. Okay, Mason Marchment having a better year. What about Mason Marchment? I think if I'm the GM of Calgary, I'm looking at last year and saying, where was this Mason Marchment? Oh, he's playing on the same line as Duchesne and Sagan. Because GMs look at that. And I think it's a pretty convincing argument that Mason Marchman's playing the way he is because of Matt Duchesne. And that's great for Stars fans. But also, who wants the Mason Marchment 4 to $4.5 million contract? Who wants that? I don't want that if I'm a team. So that's where the Stars are. So if I'm Calgary, let's just say, I'll take Wyatt Johnston. I'll take Logan Stankoven. Flash me Maverick Bork. I might be interested in keeping some of that salary. And I know you're on the other end listening to this right now and said, Gavin, you're crazy. I'd never do that. Well, that's the point. And that's why they're cap-strapped. This is a decision they made. They bulked up this way in the offseason. Unless there's some roster moves being made, players like Tanif are off the table. So I just wanted to kind of point that out and kind of kind of set it, and I want you guys to think of the opposing GM. So let's talk about tomorrow. On to Tampa. So this is a very winnable game. A, you should be excited to get back on the ice. You should have had two points, okay? And thanks to the video crew of the Dallas Stars, you at least got one point because I agree with Pete DeBoer. That was a tremendous challenge that I didn't see when I first watched it because I was wondering, are they challenging with five minutes left offsides? doesn't look like offsides. And then you saw the hand pass along the boards. That was an impressive catch because that was eight seconds before Calgary scored that goal. So obviously someone took notes and said if they they score, we're we're looking at this and we're going to run it back. So impressive job by the Stars video coaching staff. Okay. So Tampa is struggling. 6-7-2 in November. They've lost three straight. They jumped out to a lead. 2-0 over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh came storming back to the point where Pittsburgh goalie scored last night, which you never see, and that's why the Penguins were so excited to uh, to greet him. So that was pretty awesome. So they're going to come in fired up. How do you stop Tampa? One line. But that one line is elite. That one line is Pavelski, Robertson, and Hintz. And we're seeing them tomorrow. Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov. Steven Stamkos is an amazing player. 
and I'm going to use the term underrated because he plays in Tampa. If Steven Stamkos played for an original six team or a bigger market, I'm telling you, he would get so much more publicity. He wanted to be in Tampa. He signed a very, very fair contract so Tampa could continue to build. And he's had a heck of a career down there. So Nikita Kucherov was the top NHL star in the month of November. 28 points, 14 games played. Six multi-point efforts. Franchise record tying six points on November 24th. And he had two points against Pittsburgh. And oh yeah, Braden Point's pretty good too. But Tampa as a whole is struggling this season. But they have had the Stars number. They swept both times last season. And this is interesting because they play tomorrow and then they play again on Monday. I love these back-to-backs. So Tampa swept Dallas last year. And since 2021, they've won 9 of 12 meetings against the Stars. So it's not necessarily your best matchup. But it's a winnable game because of Tampa's struggles. But the thing about matinees, there is no morning skate for the Stars tomorrow. So those legs got to get going early. That's what that morning skate is meant for. Get those legs loose. And you are thrown off of your routine. And as Craig Ludwig said on Spits and Suds, NHL players are all about routines. Morning skate, nap, get ready to go, play in the game. Tomorrow it's wake up, go to the arena, go. So need those legs early and consistently. And we'll see Jake Ottinger back in net. And kudos to Scott Wedgwood. Every single time he's been in net this year, he's given the Stars a chance to win. So I feel very good about Wedgwood this year. And I think it's I think it's terrific. And I actually think the Stars have some quality goaltending depth because if for some reason something would happen to Ottinger, you have Wedgwood and Matt Murray's playing extremely well in the AHL. So you do have some goaltending depth. And Jake Ottinger needs that. Got a rest day yesterday. And the whole purpose of this, as we pointed out in Spits and Suds, is so that Jake could be fresh in the playoffs. And when we saw Jake the other night, he looked really good against Winnipeg. Really good. Attacking pucks. Angles were terrific. Common net. Very confident. Shout-out win against the Jets. So remember that first line? Stay out of the penalty box because that first power play unit includes that line along with Victor Hedman, Norris Trophy candidate, one of the best defensemen year after year in the NHL, and an ice eater. So you're going to see him a lot on the ice tomorrow defensively. Some question on whether who will see in net. Stars might catch a break. Since they are going to play basically back-to-back with a day of rest. Might be the backup, Jonas Johansson for Tampa, who hasn't played that great 
But Andre Vasilevsky's back, so they might be slow playing him a little bit. So let's see who's in net tomorrow. Um, and I'm excited. It's going to be a great game at the barn. So those are some things to look for, and that's a recap of Calgary. And unfortunately, Sean couldn't join me today, but I did want to get one out, and uh, we'll get some more spits and suds to you. So what you can do in return, so many of you have tagged me on Twitter with your Spotify most listened to podcasts and spits and suds is there. And I love retweeting that and thank you so much. So the other thing you could do, let's just say, if you listen to us on Apple podcasts, you know, just leave a simple message and give us a review. Um, That would be wonderful because the more reviews that we get, the more noticeable it is as far as a, a podcast to listen to. Heard a great story where um, one guy is a Stars fan, went on a long road trip, Googled Dallas Stars podcast, and Spits and Suds came up, and he said he's been hooked ever since. And that's how he got hooked on Spits and Suds. So I love hearing those viral stories, and you can help by spreading the word. And thank you so much once again for November. It means the world to me. It motivates me. We're going to have a lot of guests in December. We're going to ramp this thing up. Super excited about the future of Spits and Suds, and it's all because of you. So thanks once again for listening. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. Hopefully the Stars pick up two points against Tampa, and we'll be back at it. I think we'll pop on for a postgame show tomorrow against Tampa after the game. So long, everyone.